Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSpurts, where your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and looking handsome in that sweatshirt is Andy Molitor. How are you, sir? I'm good. It's Friday. It's a beautiful day. I went and had breakfast. I had my steak and eggs over at the local bar. Mm. It's going to be a good day, a few meeting after afternoon meetings, and then calling it a weekend. You're going to watch some horrible golf. Matthew Wolf is broken. That's pretty funny. He just hit an iron with his irons, put one out of bounds. So enjoying some uh, weird alternate shot right now. But yeah, as promised, we will be going with a guest today. We'll bring him in. We'll talk some baseball. Just because I'm so bad at talking about baseball. I think we're going to try to bring some people in on Fridays to talk baseball. And I teased it yesterday. The aforementioned returning guest, returning baseball expert, Real Frank Brank at Real Frank Bank on Twitter. I couldn't find a current photo. I'm just gonna he keep just using so this excited. one. He just this is good. this is his face after the twins game the other day. So Real <laughs> Frank Brank is back. He's excited to be uh-huh. here. It's a Friday. This is like this is the last thing he has to do for the day, and then he's just calling it a weekend. I'm gonna go play with the dogs in the yard. It's a nice day for once, you know. That was my face after the twins game. After the first there, I was like, this is over. The second air, I was watching the game with my wife, and she was like, what did you bet in this game? I'm like, the Twins. I was like, it shouldn't even be this close, but Donaldson got a ball stuck in his glove, in the webbing of his glove. He couldn't get it out. Uh, it was like wedged in there. You can throw your glove. Well, yeah, but you're probably not going to make it from third base to first base. How does that happen? A glove throw. Yeah, like why do they even have – Why do infielders even have gloves that have open webbing that it would even fit in there? The only reason it was 10-9 was because of that, and then it was whatever score, extra innings, 12-10, and then they lost. Yeah, it was uh, that was my actual face. I just went like this and turned the TV off and walked out of the room. I didn't even say anything. And she was like, oh, my God. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> it, I told this one 100 times, but it reminds me of the – I had the Lions and the under on the uh, Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary play. Like we're both bets lost on yeah. a very improbable or it's like, oh, you made the right bets. You made both. You hit the side and the total. You should have got them right. And it's, I mean, that shit happens. You just, you move on. It sucks. You're going to, I'm going to remind you of this when you get really lucky later in the season, if that ever happens. It doesn't seem I don't know if it'll ever happen. I don't know if it'll ever happen. Yeah. It's not really a, that's not really a Frank thing getting lucky. <laughs> yeah. Except everything else, except baseball. Yeah. Uh, basketball basketball you can get some uh some late free throw luck or something but baseball yeah baseball you know what somebody bet the a's somebody bet the a's felt good about it and you know it was a it was a good night for them so um baseball in general where are we at like 20 games in kind of the third and a half yeah yeah right right around 20 yeah right around 20 what are we seeing from the ball? I haven't really talked to anybody about this yet. Do you have opinions yet? I remember last year you had opinions over the shortened sp- summer season, and then you and like some other guys over there at Elite. Like I talked to Dream a little. I talked to other people who bet baseball, and a lot of people's opinion changed during the summer. Like, holy shit, did they switch the ball again during the season? Like, are we seeing goofiness? Um, and then follow up, humidors. What the fuck is that? Uh, well, yeah, three things. One, last year was the idea that there was old balls and new balls in there, and they just had like no idea what it was. Manfred said it was a quality control issue. I don't believe that. Uh, you know, you can't tell me that Major League Baseball has a quality control issue. The baseballs never had a quality control issue until last year. 
Like, so I find that hard to believe. Um, two, I like the dead end ball. I hate cheap home runs. I think a home run should be difficult to hit. And I think when you hit it, the ball hard, you should get home runs. You shouldn't hit pop-ups right field that go over the fence. Uh, and maybe that's the pitcher in me. Um, and I forget the third thing you asked. Well, the, the humidors. Like, oh, the humidors. They, they weren't going to let people know, and then all of a sudden they let people know. Did they let know every all of them, or did they just kind of let a few of them slip? And the also, team, explain, the, explain what the hell a humidor does to the ball. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. so the idea is that you put these balls in a chamber. Think of like almost like a cigar, uh, you know, room or something in a chamber that makes it's you know humidified and makes the balls heavier. Is the idea that you they you know the water content that is picked up. I don't know if they work. Like, I, there's been no evidence that they actually work. Like, it's theorized, that, of course, that it works, but I don't know that we have like confirmed evidence that it works. And for how long do they take the balls out? And like ten minutes later, there's nothing you know going on with the balls. It's not like when they bring the balls out to the umpire, it's like they're fresh out of the humidor, right? They've been sitting in the dugout. If it's 80 degrees outside and the, the whatever moisture evaporates out of that ball i don't know i just I, I don't know that they work so i just try to avoid all that stuff make my numbers to be what they are the park you know the the park adjustments that we're making throughout the season will still play out right like you must have to see the results to play out before you make adjustments in this game now have you taken any time to start to look at some futures i know we're pretty early in the season and selfishly i wanted to ask you the philadelphia phillies are tied for the division right now or plus 465 is the number I'm seeing to win. Am I just overestimating how well they've started the season? Yeah, I, I think it is important not to like overstep uh, the baseball season. We saw the A's start at like what one and seven and one eleven in a row. The Twins are one of the better teams in baseball. They just went one and seven. But if the Twins were 60 and 40 and they went one and seven, we wouldn't really care that much, right? So. Yeah. Uh, I am surprised to see that much. I honestly haven't even really looked at the futures. Uh, I tend to not really bother for most sports looking at them until I see things like, um, you know, the playoff draw and that sort of thing. Because especially in baseball, uh, you're much better probably betting the division stuff than like the, you know, the playoff, you know, results because of, you know, uh, any sort of bad pitcher matchup. Like I know they got swept, but last year, like the Indians had three really good pitchers and it's like, would you really want to go against them in a series, you know, in, in a seven game series where they have to pitch everybody. Sure. But when they can rotate three guys and they're dominant, it's a little bit different. Right. So uh, I tend to really not really bother with the futures, but I, I guess if you're going to look at one thing, it's probably going to be the division futures, which I am surprised to see the Phillies at that. Um, the only hang up is that pitching not great. Chase Anderson, Matt Moore, you know, these guys chasing and I don't I don't really buy the pitching staff, so that would make me a little bit nervous. The the lineup is legit though. They might have a here. bit of bullpen problems too. Oh yeah. Well yeah. they were awful like, last year. Like now we're like five. bad. So that's good. Yeah. We're moving up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's a good question from Patrick, who I don't care for his middle name right now, the Mac Jones truther. Hopefully, he ends up in the Bears for you. Sorry, but I mean, our and this is not a problem for people who aren't limit betting. Like this is, you know, people who are just doing this recreationally. Like you can get into any sort of derivatives, any sort of props, even. But like, is that an issue for like you don't see? Big, big bet. Can you what can you get down on a first five? Like, is it considerably less? I don't 
that big in baseball at all. It's so. not considerably. I mean, it's going to be less, but the vi- you're really paying the VIG, right? And is that's that, that what the issue is? Yeah. I, I just think don't see a lot of people for, doing it. That's the issue for me because I, I'm accounting for the bullpens, right? They don't always go your way. Sometimes they do. I would say that probably over your lifetime, they're going to, I've had some really bad bullpen years, right? Like, but over time, they should even out, you know, like as long as you can account for like the Reds, for example, have had a really bad bullpen for a number of years. And this year it's playing out because the starters are good. The lineup is good and they're not winning any games because the bullpen is pissing them all away. So you have to just be able to account for it. You know, like what's a number that makes me comfortable betting on the bullpen, right? Like, isn't that, that's part of it, you know, like just in an NBA game, you're like, well, this bench is really bad. Well, okay, if you give me a number high enough, I'm still going to play it, you know, so, yeah. or low enough or whatever, you're right. Like, so um, it's something that I'm accounting for anyway. So, you know, I tend to really not play the first five just because I think you're paying the extra VIG uh, for something that's just as difficult to predict. And yeah, the, the very, it gives it less time for variance to flesh out in your favor as well. Whereas, yeah. you know, like you see teams that fall behind and win games late. but And that's true, too, with the uh, – it reminds me of Kelly, Alex, with his retirement luck in tennis. Yeah. He just never turned. Like, I knew someone who bet baseball, and like like you said, if you have a good grip on bullpens, you're not always betting – like, if you're consistently betting on teams with bad bullpens and you think it's already priced in and apparently it wasn't and you're getting stung by that, I mean, that's one thing, but, like – I know somebody with very solid numbers who had just horrible variants with bullpens. Like, yeah. you know, as far as if you want to just, it's hard to actually take something and say this, these criteria is what you need to call it a melt in the bullpen. But basically he kind of did that. And he said, you know, it's, it was like 10 to one against him. He's like, you know, just you, this sort of stuff is going to happen. It'll go. I'll have a one in 10 my way the other, t- some other season, but like sometimes you're just going to have bad luck and it's going to suck. And that's what, that's the worst mind fuck of this whole thing is like, you will have bad bullpen luck for long stretches and you kind of need to, I guess that would be the question here is like, at some point do you need to make adjustments or going back and looking at your bets and like, did I not factor in that bullpen enough or is right. it just, or is it just variance? Right. And it's becoming more prevalent because, you know, there aren't many pitchers going past five innings anymore. Like the prominent guys are, if a guy is going really well, you know, you have to factor it in and, you know, you could say play the first five, but a lot of times, man, like you're getting the bullpen in that fifth inning anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> it isn't like always that easy, you know, like Chad Cole goes to the pirates Him getting through three innings is a, is a project, right? It'd be a historical landmark. If this guy went more than three. So, you know, like it's not, you, you have to account for it. You have to try to at least simulate that out in, in, in some way. Um, you know, I would say like the, I'm completely even on the year, so far through like what what have i bet like almost 60 games um and it's i would say that my bullpen variance has been on my side i haven't noticed it as much so i would just assume that it's on my side it's more of like the crazy things that have happened you know like uh, like the twins game the other day i had a wild pitch that would have tied the game hit off the batter bounces straight back to the catcher and the catcher throws out david fletcher at third to end the game you know, because he like the ball kicked away and it just happened to hit the batter and bounce right back to the catcher. So like I've had some like crazy stuff happen like that. But I would say in all, you know, if you're really worried about like I bet the Reds today, 
the bullpen's not good, right? Like it's, it makes me nervous. So like maybe just in those certain situations, like the Phillies last year, maybe you are just, you know, just derivative off that and just play the first five. And if you have a truly historical, terrible bullpen, I don't see that as the case this year yet though. Was Castillo up today or what? <laughs> no, Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know if we were still doing that. That was like yeah. a, a third of your volume last year. Yeah, it was. I've also bet like two of his first three starts this year. Yeah. And then he just gives up three runs in the first inning in every game and then puts up his zeros after that. So really hard to get figure out what's going on there. Yeah, can you bet second five? Is there second (laughs) half? There should be second halves. I want to bet the second through the sixth innings. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just needs a longer warm-up session. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the cold weather does get to him, right? Dominican guy, right? Like probably, there probably is something to that. Yeah, the weather sucked this year. I've argued against this just because I'm, I hate it, but honestly, I might be coming around to the maybe let's just let the northern teams play more home games in June and July and August. And like maybe we don't need Milwaukee and Minnesota and Colorado hosting games in April. Give it two weeks. Just yeah, get two, three weeks. Just make them make them start the season rough. And it 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 actually may be advantageous because then later down the stretch, when you're You've got your shit figured out. You have like a 13 game homestand or something in June. Like it for sure. Yeah. Patrick says it snowed in St. Louis this week. Like it's been, it's been a wonky April. I've seen some snow in some funny places. Thank this God. Is our, I, mean, I was going to say Toronto, but like they would play any indoors anyway, but right. like, there's been snow everywhere in late April. It sucked. We got two inches of snow two days ago, you know, but uh, it's, that's his that's that was like a historic low right since like 1875 or something it was like the lowest temperature here um but just give it two weeks 10 days something where you just play road games for the first seven or eight games it just it doesn't make sense to me i've i've kind of said this for like two years now it's like why are we playing in colorado on april 1st like it makes no sense just push it back to april 15th and and you'd be good to go I like this idea to start basically everybody north of a certain line, no games till May. Like why even do it in April? Like what are we doing playing in Milwaukee in April? Does it make any sense? Half the, half the teams are down in Florida anyway. Just say, hey, right? you, you just get to stay in Tampa for the first series. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. easier. You, you don't have to fly back to dirty Detroit. Yeah. And I can't it, imagine it, the it, Tigers complaining about going to Florida. There's 162 games. I mean, I think they could work this out. Yeah, for sure. And that's the biggest part, too. So you you say you don't do a lot of futures. And I think that was my advice, too. And like people, it got brought up in a chat. People were like, you know, should we bet the Yankees to win this division since they're the worst team in the AL? And, you know, first off, the number was shit still like they were. It was still like minus 170. And second off, like you just you haven't been through enough of the sea. It feels like we've played a bunch of games, but it's been like 10% of the season at that point. Like there's so much season left. You're not getting any, the same as live betting a soccer match. You're not getting that time decay yet, Like you're still going to play a shitty number. So I don't get too excited about this. And also it's, it's so much different than like football for me or like, you know, Alex, like NBA, when you can start looking at schedules, like this team legitimately has 10 games at the end of the season and like eight of them are below 500 teams, you know, that th- you can find yeah. stuff like that. Even in the NBA, the NFL, for sure, you can find stuff where the schedule is like, oh, they're going to have a tough start and then we're going to bet them. 
But with this, it's just like it's hard to identify. Like, oh, they have a really easy August. Like, uh, you have like eight series. How are you going to say that? And I like what Frank said about the playoff setups too. With the NBA, you can sort of see what's coming. This year's a little different with the playoff games. NFL, same thing. You look, all right, here's going to be there. That's what's going to be, and like that's kind of the deal. But like you said, Frank, I mean, with baseball. Could they be in the wild card spot? Could they end up doing it's who the heck's good? It's just there's too there's a lot of variability. So I agree with that strategy. If you are a futures better, stick with divisions, or if you see some number that's just way off somewhere else. But I think or that to, to make the playoffs or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, regular season win totals, he would do a lot of that. So it's just baseball more than anywhere else. Maybe the NBA is similar, but I, I would say there's less injury risk to star players in the NBA for extended periods of time. The most important person on a baseball team are the starting pitchers right like they just control oh, weird You'd say that. and you 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 look at jake Degrom, who's going to be worth seven eight nine wins that's a difference between the mets winning the division and not making the playoffs so if his elbow blows out tonight their season i don't want to say it's over with I'm gonna clip this in case there's a this. chance that it's over with right like even though they don't win any of his starts anyways the best pitcher on the planet for the last five years they don't win any of his starts anyway but there's a decent chance that they're going to be in a lot of trouble without him, right? So that it, it does make it much higher variance as well if you're going to bet futures in that, you know, the starting pitcher can really, one starting pitcher can really determine that tends to pitch a lot and could get injured very easily, uh, can determine whether or not you're in the World Series or you're sitting at home in October. I got that. All right, anything hot for today? What do you got? Is there anything cool? I know, I know it's all... Give us you something wanna... that moved a bunch. Give it, yeah. Give us, give me something to bet. Something I, that moved I'm a bunch. Go, I'm not Isn't going. To, I'm not going to bet any golf today. I said I will bet the four ball matchups only. So I'll bet tomorrow. I said alternate shot. I won't bet. I did tail somebody on betting against Matthew <laughs> Wolf because Matthew Wolf's. Yeah, uh, his brain know. doesn't work anymore. It's not good. I've never yeah. seen – I said this to somebody. I've never seen – like somebody's like, oh, he's got the yips with the putter. Or his irons just he, – he can't he can't gauge his irons right now. Every single part of his game has fallen apart simultaneously. And he's, <laughs> he's just broken. Yeah. Like the joke yeah. somebody made was – he's like, I would favor Martin Trainer over him right now. <laughs> and I, I – blasphemy first. You can't favor him over anyone. But like just the – like Matthew yeah. Wolf. I did – I have a small bet against Matthew Wolf because he's – he is legitimately broken at golf right now. So I'll bet golf tomorrow, but I I, I suppose I'll have some NBA later on. But, well, what am I betting in it? Is there day baseball? Can I bet there's something one, now? There's one day game, Cubs, Brewers, but I didn't have a play oh. on it. Um, but there is 10 p.m., which both of us will be sleeping, Andy, uh, mm-hmm. is Padres, Dodgers, Darvish versus Kershaw. And I did bet mm-hmm. the Padres plus 130 still out there, 130 still out there. This game was played Saturday, same pitchers, same lineups, and it was plus 105. Now, the Padres were at home, but baseball doesn't really have home field advantage this year or really much last year because there's less fans or no fans. (laughs) Yeah, Tony Romo. But Padres were plus 105 on Saturday. It was a very good game. Uh, Darvish lost control a little bit. I think it was the fifth inning and gave up a run, and that was about it. So it should be – I think this total is like six and a half juice the under – uh, both these guys are studs, but uh, 130 is a lot for how few runs are going to be scored and the fact that it was like plus 105 a couple of days ago. And I mean, you, there's no home field per se anymore, but like, isn't there a small percentage just for getting to bat last? 
Yeah, there but, is. But it's but, small. But the difference between 105 and 130 is like 6.5%. That seems right. like a lot for the same game. Right. And the, the only difference we should get for the Padres is that Cronenworth is out and uh, Song Kim is going to play second base. But Cronenworth's a left-handed hitter against Kershaw, and that just doesn't work. No, that doesn't work at all. Uh, and, and not that Kim is any good. He's not, but at least he's right-handed. You know, like he gives you a chance to hit a single or something. Um, and, you know, plus 130 with Darvish on the mound to really anyone that's not Jake DeGrom is probably pretty decent. Any right. big differences in the parks here, moving from San Diego to Los Angeles? I, if memory serves yeah. me, Los Angeles is a little bigger, but. Yeah, well, Dodgers, uh, the, uh, the stadium in L.A. plays longer than it is just because of the way the weather is there and uh it's like really dry air you know like the ball doesn't carry very well at night uh i don't know what the temperature is there but um just historically the dodgers the dodgers like even though san diego isn't far away the ball does carry better there just because of the the air and the you know the wind flow and just the way that it plays out um so dodgers games especially late night uh you know you get some fog rolling in sometimes it it just really kind of knocks the ball down but not enough to really justify this. And think about this from, you know, even a basketball perspective. Uh, if a lot less points are scored, the underdog has a better chance, right? And and that's yeah. sort of the way that I see this one playing out is I think this game is going to be close and it's probably going to be a one-run game at the end and it's going to be pretty low scoring. It's not going to take much for either of these teams from an offensive side to win this game. This is where you get your luck back. We're going to have a Padres score on a wild pitch. <laughs> Something like I that. Believe. It probably won't what be is, Kershaw, though. That's what is is this total like seven then, or what do we got? I think it was six and a half. It was six Ooh, and a half, boy. like juiced under this morning. Uh, seven minus one twenty five. So yeah, I'm seeing seven minus like twenty. Basically six and a half. Cool. All right. Well, I'm betting on the Padres then. That'll give me something to do for today. Since pods. I don't have yeah. Not betting. Not betting any more golf. Uh, my outrights, I don't know if they're even doing all that well. I know Bubba, like Bubba and Scheffler had a good day, but Christ, some guys, again, we said this, people are going to shoot 10 under, and a couple people did. I mean, the people have done better. People have shot 12 under as a team in this four-ball format down here. So I guess I have Bubba and Scheffler in the top 10. They're only five off the lead. They haven't played yet today. So hopefully they play a good alternate shot. God, I can't believe I stayed off Hovland. Ventura just carrying the team too. So I can't believe right. you really even played this stuff, man. This stuff is like it's blo- I can't do it. It's, oh it's god, no! Way. I just I once I started doing a little bit on it, it's like, all right, I'll have to bet a few lines. I guess it's <laughs> like if if I'm going to do any research, I'm not just going to completely avoid it. Yeah, sure. So, too much of a degenerate. To, to speak at maybe how unserious this is, I just clicked on the scores um, at ESPN, and it looks like somebody literally opened up a text document, typed in what happened yesterday, and just left that there. Yeah, I mean, this might have been a note from someone's iPhone. We do. Cal- <laughs> I mean, we've done Calcutta's on the, the club tournament back home. Like, you know, I've I've, <laughs> I've bet on golfers that I went to high school with. So, like, I, I will certainly bet on a team play event. So, all right, Frank, <laughs> why, don't you, uh, why don't you start your weekend then? Thanks for yeah. joining us. It's Frank yep. at Real Frank Brank with Elite. Say that I'm so bad. I for years I have not been able to elite see sports already. betting. It's not elite yeah. sports betting. Well, even when I did a show for them, you I worked for us. Website, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was I was a subcontractor for you. Still couldn't get the website right. I'd say elite fantasy sports. Yeah, yeah whatever stuff, Frank. Little easy it's, things. I don't. I wonder. It's, it's yeah. the little it's the air up there in Minnesota. I don't know. Some connections aren't 
aren't firing some days. It could have been the Bloody Mary that he had with his steak and eggs this morning. I only had a coffee this morning. So, all right. Thanks, Frank. You go straight your weekend. Thanks for joining us and go Padres. Go Pads. I love San Diego. That is a, if you get out to San Diego, that's a fun place to go watch a baseball game. I, I'm not going to get to when I go because it'll be late in the season, but I'm excited to visit San Diego for the first time later this year. So we got the Padres. I'm claiming that as my bet. If anyone's just joining, we'll close it with a little bit NBA. There's no tennis lines up quite yet. If you follow Noops on BetSperts at Alex Christensen or you follow him on Twitter at underscore Noops, I'm sure if he bets any tennis, he will let you know all about it. But for now, just uh, just an NBA line for the evening. That's it. Yeah, tennis, they are playing most of the matches right now. So unfortunately, those lines really haven't started to open yet. If you didn't get your Sabalenka bet in yesterday, you still got to think about an hour or so to play that. I think the price is gone, though. Again, you want Sabalenka minus 150, minus 155. I think there's 60s and so floating around there. But we do have the National Basketball Association, a relatively small slate here for a Friday, and only one game that stuck out to me. The Memphis Grizzlies are visiting the Portland Trailblazers. Portland does get Dame Lillard back today, but Memphis got Jaron Jackson back the other today. They will the other day. They will be without Jonas Valanciunas. But overall, I have Memphis rated just about the same, if not a little better than Portland. Although Lillard is back, I don't expect him to be 100%. I wonder if he'll actually even play a full minutes load here. From a matchup perspective, Morant should be able to do whatever he wants. Having Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson should really help with Nurkic and some of the Trailblazers' big men. The Blazers are also in a bad rest spot, back-to-back, three and four. Memphis should be rested here. Just a lot of things to like about the Grizzlies. I grab plus three. Looks like... You can still get a three. Actually, there might even be a three and a half. I guess someone's out there bet in Portland. So stick to three, stick to three and a half. Um, Sprinkle the money line for a little bit if you want. I'm just going to stick to the three. Again, anytime I can get a number three or better, I'm happy just to take the spread and leave the money line be. I think it's right in the neighborhood of like 130, 125 or something like that. So Memphis Grizzlies plus three or better tonight. How about them, Knicks? Eight in a row. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And we'll do, uh, let's do a Beating user pick. mushes, beating stinks, beating all sorts of like, it's just the best. I mean, we've been on them a couple times and uh, it's been a good run for the New York Knickerbockers. We've had a guest pick and we've had a host pick. Let's do a user pick. Big game in Atlanta, big, huge game in Atlanta tonight. This is everything tonight, people. This is this when is, the Heat take the division lead. Come on. Butler over seven and a half assists is a decent play tonight if you can get a good price. Nick, I'm going to trust you on that because you said you went to the Twins game at the beginning of the season. What are you thinking? The dome is gone, buddy. You wait till June. I won't go to a Twins game yet. It's yeah, it sucks going to a cold, rainy, wet game. So big, yeah, big night. Let's go Hawks. Oh, no, Jesus. No, no, no. Come on. Let's go You're Heat. He definitely had a bloody Grizzlies, Padres. Yes, I believe he didn't have one. Maybe that's the problem. And Clay Collard. Let's go, Clay Collard. That's right. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. And be sure to check out the sponsor if you are in a state where you can sign up for WinBet. There's like five of them now. We have some links in the pinned tweet. Check it out. You can get your $500 risk free bet. And we'll catch you Monday, huh? We'll see you then. Good luck to all your bets this weekend. Have a great weekend. Hopefully your weather's nice, your bets cash, and your wife's are quiet. I don't know. Like I'm gonna spend Abby, a lot of time. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a lot of time with my family. Not asking weekend. you about betting. I miss football because I can hide all day on Sundays. But no, it'll be a gardening weekend for me. So thanks a lot, guys. Have a have a great weekend. Mm-hmm.